Ever catch yourself eating the same flavorless dinner three days in a row? Dreaming of something better? Well, HelloFresh is your guilt-free dream come true, baby. It's me, Kiki Palmer. Let's wake up those taste buds with hot, juicy pecan-crusted chicken or garlic butter shrimp scampi. Mm. Hello Fresh. Stop dreaming of all the delicious possibilities and dig in at HelloFresh.com. Let's get this dinner party started. When you're ready to pop the question, the last thing you want to do is second-guess the ring. At BlueNile.com, you can design a one-of-a-kind ring with the ease and convenience of shopping online. Choose your diamond and setting. When you find the one, you'll get it delivered right to your door. Go to BlueNile.com and use promo code LISTEN to get $50 off your purchase of $500 or more. That's code LISTEN at BlueNile.com for $50 off your purchase. BlueNile.com, code LISTEN. Quality sleep is essential. That's why the Sleep Number Smart Bed is designed for your ever-evolving sleep needs. Need a bed that's firmer or softer on either side? Helps you sleep at a comfortable temperature? Sleep Number Smart Beds let you individualize your comfort, so you sleep better together. J.D. Power ranks Sleep Number number one in customer satisfaction with mattresses purchased in-store. And now, save 50% on the Sleep Number Limited Edition Smart Bed for a limited time. For J.D. Power 2023 award information, visit jdpower.com awards. Only at a Sleep Number store or sleepnumber.com. Welcome to Can We Help You, the non-professional advice podcast. I'm Sash. I'm Jax. Oh, no Franco again. And you can think no of Franco. us as the brother and sister you wish you had but didn't have or get. Um, and you we're really here. wanted. Yeah, yeah, you wanted us. Um, and yeah, we just help <laughs> you out with life like a big brother or sister would. Uh, Franco is again not here with us. Um it's not because he was eaten by a feral animal. Uh, I just want to clear that up. Um, no, it's because he's incompetent. <laughs> there were rumours flying around that he may have been eaten by a feral animal on his way home from um, camping. Um, mm. I'm not sure who invented those rumours, but they were no. wildly inaccurate. Yeah, just um, so. utterly fake news. <laughs> um, that's not what happened, but Franco is otherwise busy today. Um, however, he should hopefully be back Next time, um, he'll be back in your ears. Yes, I'd just like us. to point out to everyone that it is it was incompetence. Franco was at my work the other day and it was our record day <laughs> and we were chatting. I went and saw him and we were having a good yarn. And I'm like, so what are you doing after this? He's like, oh, I've got to go to Nova to do the same thing. And I went, oh, okay. I'm like, so when are you, you going to be home? He's like, oh, not, t- not till late. And I was like, we're recording today at... 3.30 in the <laughs> afternoon and he went, oh, because initially I'd said, are you going to make it back in time? And he thought I meant make it to Nova in time. And he's like, yeah, of course. I'm like, oh. oh. I was like, what time do you need to be at Nova though? He's like, oh, like three. I'm like, uh, how are you going to make it to uh, Hong Kong from Sydney at three o'clock in the afternoon in half an classic hour? Classic so, Franco. Yes. Classic Fucking Franco. Fucking Franco. Um, but yes, he will be joining us next time. But in the meantime, you have the two of us for the next 28 or so 
further minutes. So Correct. Um, hey, you just had your mum in town. How was it? Yes, I did. Uh, it was nice. It was nice to have a visitor. We've had we've got a currently in the midst of a run of visitors. So oh, doesn't that always uh, happen though? You yeah. go for months. It was, this was like when I lived in Melbourne, um, COVID notwithstanding. You go for months without seeing anyone from home, and then all of a sudden, everyone wants to come at the same time, and you just go <laughs> bang, 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 bang. And then you're exhausted. You don't That's want to right. see anyone again for another yeah. six months. <laughs> I, I know, but it's nice to see people. Um, and. Uh, our weekends, however, are jam-packed at the moment, so um, it, it is a little exhausting, but that's all right. Um, we went to the Getty Museum on Saturday, and the Sunday we went to Universal Studios Hollywood. Um, they have the new Super Nintendo World there, so we thought we'd How check it was out. that? Because that's been all over my TikTok lately. Oh, has it? It has. Interesting. Uh, oh, I, wait, hang uh, on. Maybe it was the... Ju- no, yeah, no, I'm pretty sure it was the one in, in LA. Yeah, yeah. Yeah, it's only just open, opened it in February, late February. Yeah. Um, it. Uh, we did the early access thing, so you can pay extra and do early access, which means you um, get there an hour before the park opens and they only sell a certain amount and um, per day and mm-hmm. you only get access to Super Nintendo World. So we thought we'd do that because, you know, that way we can guarantee that we got to go to Super Nintendo World. But it meant that we had to we had to be in the park at seven a.m., which means getting get there. Uh, who wants to be at a fucking theme park uh, at seven a.m.? We left the house at about twenty past six oh so that we Lord. could get there and park and blah and you know get through security. So we're up at like a quarter to six. So oh my god, it was a tiring day, but um, it was fun. Uh, the Super Nintendo World is. It's like crazy. It's like sensory overload, I think. Yeah, all the TikToks I've seen, yeah, you walk in and it's like you have been plonked in like Mario Kart. Yeah, in the middle of a Mario game. And it looks really real and it kind of freaks me out. Yeah, it's like, it's super cool, but it's like after spending like 20 or 30 minutes in there, I was like, there is just so much happening. (laughs) I don't know if if I'm just getting old, but it was like, and you know, because... Uh, they have the blocks, the question mark blocks that um, you can collect because you can get you get you can get a wristband which costs about forty bucks, I think, mm. um, and you can play all these sort of mini games and you can tap it to like the question mark blocks and you can get collect coins. And so everyone's just tapping these blocks, and so you're just hearing ding, 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 and it's just like there's no. like sound, there's the music, there's the and because. You know, Mario is great. Love Mario, but you know the game. It's it's just so it's so much. This and the sounds are of a certain pitch. Yeah, right? yeah. So you've got bidding, 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 and then you've got woo, 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 and you've got the <laughs> Super Mario music. It's like it's like if I play Mario, if I play Mario Kart, I reckon I get one Grand Prix in, so like four races. And I start feeling very tired and I think it's because it's so much. It's just (laughs) noises and colours and flashes and weird things and you feel like you're in a fever dream a little bit. Um, We went on the ride. It's it's like like Mario Kart. You you are in Mario Kart and you're racing your little kart. And again, it's just, it's really cool. Um, but it is it is a lot, and you go through all the different like you get you get a ghost at some points, you know, s- squeeze a shit on you, and you go through like the the flying and stuff, and you you get to like shoot stuff at people, and 
Uh, it's it's a lot of fun, but it is super. It's a lot. <laughs> yeah, was Harry Potter World? I saw you went to Harry Potter World as well, which yes. I really want to go to. Was that a bit more relaxing? The <gasps> dun, 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 dun. I feel like it's like more like vibey Harry Potter World, whereas Super Mario. You should Kart, come. We should, uh, we could Mario. go. I think I'd love to. The thing is, because we got because we got early entry. So you get an hour before the park officially opens to go and suss out the Super Nintendo World. So we did that and then we left the ride and we were like, okay, cool, yeah, that, that's done. And so we were leaving Super Nintendo World about the time that the park officially opened. Mm-hmm. And so there was just like this rush oh God. Of, of the general public to oh. get down to Super Nintendo World. And it was just, there were so many people. But what was great about it is that the rest of the park was quiet as anything. So we went to, straight to Harry Potter mm. and it, there was like no one there. Your and photos it was a great looked time. like there was no one around. Every time I see photos of people from like Universal and stuff, there's just people everywhere. Like you, you can't, there's yeah. no way you're getting a photo without someone in the background. You guys got a couple of photos without anyone in the background. Yeah, so it was it was a good good way to do it. It was a good time to go, and um, yeah, it's fun. I mean, Harry Potter Land, oh, Harry Potter World, or whatever they call Wizarding World of Harry Potter. I think it's his official title. <laughs> um, it is it is really cool, and it is. I think it's the best. Super Nintendo World is obviously cool, especially if you like Mario. But I think Harry Potter is the best kind of yeah. world or land that they have there, and it is a lot of fun. Did you go on the Jurassic Park ride? Oh yes! Oh my god, Best that one looks so good. Fuck, I've got to go. Yeah. I just wish I didn't have to go to America to go. I feel like we should be sponsored by Universal, maybe. <laughs> I feel like you're more Disney. Have I told you about the weird rabbit hole I've ended up in on Facebook? Because like Facebook, no one, no one I know posts on Facebook anymore. So I just end up getting yep. these random like boosted posts from places, <laughs> yeah. and. I've ended up down the rabbit hole of Disneyland tips and tricks and it's these crazy, oh, amazing, crazy amazing, Disney amazing. people who like <laughs> are like, okay, we've got four days at the park. We're doing this, 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 this. Then we're going to go to this and they're using all these words I don't understand like Epcot and MK and all these things. I'm like, what are these places and who are these people? It's a thing. People take going to Disney really seriously. When Shane and I went to Paris yeah. Disney, I don't know if it's different at Paris Disney, but like we just rocked up and we're like, all right, we're at yeah. Disney. Let's go to Disney. And we just <laughs> walked just around. See and, what happens. Eh? Yeah. Like we did not plan anything. And there are these people who plan like a week's vacation yeah, just know. going there. They go, they're like, oh, we're staying at the Cars Resort. And then we're going to the Jungle Cruise Bookland. And then we're going here. And I'm just like, oh my God. I feel like you're either an intense planner at Disney or. Or you are just like a go with the flow. I'm a part of like I I love Disneyland, and I I enjoy planning trips. I enjoy planning you know my day at Disneyland. But I'm nowhere near as intense as the people. I mean, a few Disneyland planning groups, but it, it has been helpful to like know the tips and tricks. But these some of these people, my God, they're just like I don't know. I just can't imagine being so passionate about something designed. <laughs> For children, like I know, like it's, it's, it's great. for people of all ages. I know, but like these people are just wackadoodles. Like they're crazy people. There's even I discovered online dating for people who like to frequent Disneyland. So. <laughs> I mean, it'd probably be a good first date. Although, actually, the reason it wouldn't be, I retract my previous statement, is because of all the time you spend standing in lines. Like if it was bad chat yeah. or you weren't getting along oh, well, you're yeah. just like, oh, hey. <laughs> nice weather, yeah. I also just sort of feel like if you out on a first date, right, you want to like find out about each, about each other. You don't want to be out on a first date being like, 
oh, did you know that in 1965 Walt Disney was here and he blah, like that's just, the, I mean, all power to you if that's what you like to talk about on your first dates but like that is a pretty, that's a first date that I'd be running. And then you've spent all this money on a ticket to Disneyland so you can't be like, oh, oh I've, got to go. I've got to go. <laughs> You're stuck there for the day. So. Um, well, I'm glad you enjoyed having your mum in town and going to Universal. Sounds like you had a great time. It was fun. We should maybe we should do a um a podcast um theme park tour in LA. You can all come over and we can we can hit up Universal and Disney. We do talk about carnies. It is a step up from a carnival, but it's yeah, sort it's of not the same carnies. vibe. I don't know. No, 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 it's not carnies. Yeah, I it's trust, elevated carnies. I trust these rides. No, 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 no. These are companies. Carnies <laughs> are just like Shooting it, shooting from the hip. Like there's no, <laughs> there's no responsibility. There's no liability. There's no. You're not suing a carny if something goes wrong, are you? <laughs> well, I mean, you might get their ride. That'd be pretty. Cool. I mean, maybe. Imagine having a ride <laughs> in your backyard. In back. You know, like the zipper. You know, the zipper at like oh, the popular yeah, yeah, Australian yeah. carny ride. You could fit that in your backyard. No worries. Oh How yeah, fun. and you could just run on the weekends. You could just run yeah. the kids up in the zipper. Yeah, just well, there you go. <laughs> I feel See like ya. then you're going to get sued because you become the carny then. <laughs> oh, dear. All right. Well, shall we get into it? Before we get into today's question, um, uh, we've been talking or we've been calling out for A, questions, and if you would like to send us a question, please hit us up at Can We Help You Podcast on your socials or canwehelpyoupodcast.com. As always, you can stay anonymous um, especially if you use the website, you can just put in anything into the um, email field and I, I've noticed that's what people seem to be doing lately. Fun. Um, so that's cool. Oh, and thank you. Just just quickly, thank you to everyone who has sent your questions. We've had a really great response from you all. We love you um, and we are getting to all of them. So sit tight. We'll get to your question. We got a, a message from a Ronnie who works at a lolly factory and we – a few episodes ago yes. we said, Ronnie, come on, you've got to uh, message us back. What lolly factory do you work for? And can you send us some stuff? <laughs> well, <gasps> Ronnie wrote back. I haven't read this, so this is a surprise to me. Ronnie says, hey, guys, so you wanted a little update to where I work. I actually work for Cadbury uh, making all things jelly, mostly known for the natural confectionery company jellies and the chocolate everyone loves to hate. Turkish Delight, oh, which actually happens to be Cadbury's number one selling chocolate bar. No, it's not. Which That's a lie. I find, I find suspicious, Ronnie. I'm not sure about that. I hate Turkish Delight. Ronnie's just trying to keep the jelly division going so they're not out of a job. They're like, <laughs> oh, yeah, it's really popular. You're weird <laughs> if you don't like it. Division. Everyone's like, oh, shit, I guess I'll keep buying Turkish Delight then. Bleh. I like Turkish <laughs> Delight on its own. I don't like the chocolate version. Ronnie says... Honestly, I could try and send you some stuff, but it's not really cheap for us to buy. Even I buy it from the supermarket when it's on oh. sale because I don't get a very good deal. Oh. So, uh, Cadbury lift your game. Ronnie. I know, right? Maybe we could get sponsored by Cadbury and we could send Ronnie some chocolate. Um, uh, and we, we've been asking about how uh, people like the length um, and who their favourite host is and Ronnie wrote, writes... I liked the old length better, but I still like this new two-episode series. Oh, okay. And my favourite host is... Oh, God. Franco. Oh, no. He's not even on the billboard oh, and he's the favourite. I know. He's the favourite host. That's shocking. So po- 
apologies, Ronnie, that Franco, your favourite host, is not isn't here even today. here today. Um, See, he doesn't love you back. He, he he's all in it for himself. <laughs> Don't think Franco's there for the people. Uh, well, thanks, Ronnie, for the update. I'm Thank I'm sad you. that we can't get any free um, chocolates or jellies, but um, that's cool. I don't know how I'd go making jelly all day every day. It would smell good, hey, in the jelly factory. You know when you make jelly and it smells really yeah, nice. Yeah, I love making. Je- I mean, I don't think, don't know when the last time is I made <laughs> jelly. Probably when I was about eight years old. But man, it was fun. My then. in-laws are big on jelly. They've made like the like a few. And when I say a few times, I mean like because we, I don't remember the last time I made jelly either, but I can remember the last few times that we've had jelly at my in-laws. They're jelly folk. I don't know how you, if I was working that job, I'd just be like, I mean, it would be bad for me to work at a Cadbury factory, but I would be sneaking Mm. so many like. Yeah, one for you, one for me. (laughs) Oh, sorry. What are you saying? There was there was four chocolates here. Yeah, I I never saw four chocolates. I only saw one. I don't know what you're talking about. That would be me, and I'd be like, oh, just oh, did you say there was a few more chocolates? That'd be me all day, every day. Actually, I get so fat. Speaking of people sending us things, someone sent us some jerseys, and you were supposed yes. to send them to us. Have you yes, done that they're yet? On their, they're on their way to you, so you should get them very soon. Uh, you, that was months ago. Yeah, I've been busy. I've been busy, mate. <laughs> so when you say they're on their way, you haven't sent them yet. No, no, they've been sent, so they're on their way. They shouldn't when be too long. When did you send them? I don't believe you. <laughs> you don't need to lie. You just haven't done it yet. <laughs> they're on their way. Just, just, Have just you they'll be with you them? soon. We're not allowed to say what they are because we're keeping Ronnie anonymous. But they are very cool. Saying, yeah, I know. That's why I want mine. We got sent. We yeah, had a coming, runner who worked at the stadium. They've hooked us up. So yeah, yeah, yeah they've hooked All us right. up. So if you work somewhere where you could maybe hook us up with um, some some cool merch or chocolate or jellies, um, you can also hit us up at Can We Help You Podcast or Can We Help You Podcast dot com, hmm. and we'll yes, give you a shout out if you want, or we won't if you don't want. I feel like we go for like big business too much. I want the small businesses. I want the I want the little yeah. the little person, the little man. I want Julie's cupcake um corner shop. <laughs> <laughs> All right, Julie, if you're listening. Um <laughs> I want like I was watching MasterChef. Oh yep. fucking do you hear it? Poor jock. How sad. Oh, yeah. Anyway. So it's been a bit yeah. weird watching it, but I'm I'm persisting. And um there's a chick who like runs like an olive oil press and like it's like a small business in the Mornington Peninsula of Victoria. And I'm like, I want them to sponsor us. I want to be sponsored by Mornington Great Peninsula. Or, I don't know what the name of their company is. I want to get free bottles of olive oil. I love olive oil. Happily. Oh, we'll like give you a shout out. People, on, people who listen to this podcast love olive oil, I'm sure. Sure they do. Surely it's the number – is olive oil as big in America as it is in Australia? Because it's like, to me, it's the number one cooking oil. Not as in cooking like frying things, but I mean like drizzling your pan with olive oil to fry mm. some chicken or whatever. Mm-hmm. I um, That's a good question. I'm not sure – I haven't surveyed um, the Americans on what they used to cook with. <laughs> However – Why? In the, um, in the supermarket, there's a lot – of olive oils. So there's a lot okay. of different like brands of olive oil. I, I, in Australia, it's like there's like Cobram and there's, you know, like uh, I think Batoli and maybe Homebrand. There's like 15 brands of olive oil here and you can get, you can even get a Cobram Australian olive oil here oh, if you want to. Oh, do you to. buy it? Direct from Australia. Uh, I Is was. it really expensive? 
Um, it is. It's probably priced similarly. I was buying it until one day I was at Whole Foods. This is a bit of a story, but anyway. One day I was at Whole Foods and they had some sales on some of the olive oils and some of the olive oils have really fancy, cool packaging. Hmm. And I'm like, oh, this is cool. I'm going to get like a more expensive olive oil but at a cheaper price, at like the same price that I would pay for a cheaper olive oil. And so there's about four different ones that I'm looking at and they've got like fancy packaging and ones from like Spain and I'm looking at them and I'm crouched down because they're sort of on the third, like, you know, two up from the bottom and I'm looking at them and my wife's there and we're looking at them. We're trying to figure out, we're looking up online what gets good reviews and I'm like, it's just a fucking olive oil. We should just pick an olive oil. (laughs) And right at that moment, (laughs) there's a voice. (laughs) Oh. Are you looking for some olive oil? <laughs> and I was like, um, uh, yes. Yeah. He goes, oh, <laughs> uh, what are you going to use it for? And I was like, um, there's, there's this guy. And I'm like, what the fuck is going on here? And I didn't want to say, like, to cook with because, you know, the thing is, like, people, they get funny about olive oil, right? And they're like, oh, no, you should only use it to drizzle or whatever. So I was like, um, (laughs) just to, like, and he goes, you want something light? And I was like, um, yeah, I guess so. And he's (laughs) like, okay, well, this, this one is the best olive oil in the world. And I was like, (laughs) okay. And he's like, sure. I don't know. He grabs this one off the shelf. And it was on sale and I was like, okay. Okay, and yeah. He goes, he's like, you know, you can track where it's come from oh. and it's from this place and he's like, and there's a little thing on the front of the packaging that's like number one olive oil and I was like, do you work, do you work for this company? What is going what on is here? The deal? And he goes, he's, he's there with his wife <laughs> <laughs> and he goes, yeah, we, we, we drink this every night. I'm sorry? And I'm like, drink? What? What the fuck? And he's like, yeah, you know how you often get olive oil and you smell it and you're like, man, that smells rancid, but you know it's not because you just bought it. This one smells great all the time. I'm like, what is happening here? So he hands me the bottle, like a litre bottle of olive oil, and I'm like, "Um, okay, thanks. And then we stand there and I'm like, and we're like, should we actually get this olive oil? Because, <laughs> and so we're starting to look it up. We're like looking it up online, like to see if it's actually any good. And the, yeah, it gets good reviews, blah, blah, blah. Oh, yeah. And then he comes back. Oh, God. <laughs> and I'm like, oh, my God, what is happening? And he says, you should try drinking it. You'll be in <laughs> for a good time. Did you know that it's really good for you to drink olive oil every night? And we're like, okay. And he's what like, the fuck? And then he and then he left, disappeared. And so then we were like, well, we have to buy this olive oil now. <laughs> and so it's, it's now in our cupboard. It's now the olive oil that we use. Um, so I don't know if he worked for that company or what, but if he does, he did a really good job of fucking making us buy it. I'm just imagining this like olive oil Jesus that just like. Appears when people don't Basically, know what olive yes. oil to choose. Yeah, he's like an yeah. actual like start a myth or a legend yeah, of olive, olive oil, oil Saint Olive Oil, and he's just yeah. the patron saint of people trying to figure <laughs> out what olive oil to buy. I do that all the time. I usually, buy, I'm a squeaky gate girl because it's um it's actually really nice and it's 
one of the cheaper ones you can get. Squeaky gate. Gay gal, are Yeah, I'm a squeaky okay. gate gal. Um, oh, but I've stood there before. I've tossed oil? up the cobram. I've tossed up the bloody mo- the the batol balotti or whatever the one is that you said before. There's moro here. Yep. The you know and and there's just there's too many to choose from. And I bet you they've the, Jesus was sitting up there going, no offense to anyone who's religious, fucking Buddha was sitting up there going, you know what? So many people struggle with this. I'm going to make a patron saint of olive oil. I'm going to send them down yep. and they're just going to help people who need to decide what olive oil to buy. Yeah, and he, he came to me, he appeared, yeah. and he showed me the olive oil to buy. I wasn't considering that one and now now it's in my now cupboard. You so it. you know, Is it as good as he said it was? It. It's actually quite a nice olive oil. <laughs> <laughs> How pissed would you be if it was shit house and you're just like, oh, to be honest, unless I'm like buying olive oil like direct from a fucking olive oil farm, I I can't really taste it. There are nice ones. I know there are nice ones. I'm not saying there aren't. But like when I'm using it to cook or whatever, which is majority what I use olive oil for, it doesn't really matter. I could probably get the home brand one and do the same job. I know what you're saying. We had a different one. It was, it was right. Obviously, that's why we were buying new olive oil. It was right at the end, and we we could smell a difference in the bottles. Mm-hmm. And then, and then, and then we tried drinking them for the first time ever because we'd been told by this man to drink the olive oil. And uh, what I will say is, if you are at all tempted to drink olive oil, just like, just like. Get a little shot, just like dip your tongue in at first because if you like, if you shot that whole thing, you are not going to have a good time. I'll yeah, I wonder if you're supposed to like sip and enjoy like a wine, like a fine wine or, or is it or like, like just a scotch a, or something? Or is it just get it they down? Say they drink it every night and I I know oh. it's supposed to be good for you to drink and he's talking, he was talking about the phenols <laughs> or something and I was like, it's like antioxidants and. Okay. All right. Well, I don't know. Okay. How do we, how do we start talking about that? Uh, we want to get sponsored by Morning to Peninsula oh, I want to be, Olive Yeah, oil. okay. All right. Well, look, mate, if you're listening to this podcast and you work for this oil com- olive oil company. Any olive oil up. company. We'll try it. Hook right. us up. Look how easy it is to get me to try different olive but oil. But also anyone wanting to send us stuff, look how long we just spoke about some brand of olive oil. I know we didn't name it, but if yep. you sent it to us, I'd talk about it till the cows came home. So, you know, yep. there you go. <laughs> Pretty cheap advertising to our myriad of listeners. All right. Let's get into a All question. Right. Hold up. What was that? Boring. No flavor. That was as bad as those leftovers you ate all week. Kiki Palmer here. And it's time to say hello to something fresh and guilt free. Hello, Fresh. Jazz up dinner with pecan crusted chicken or garlic butter shrimp scampi. Now that's music to my mouth. Hello, Fresh. Let's get this dinner party started. Discover all the delicious possibilities at HelloFresh.com. Hiring for your small business? If you're not looking for professionals on LinkedIn, you're looking in the wrong place. That's like looking for your car keys in a fish tank. LinkedIn helps you hire professionals you can't find anywhere else, even those who aren't actively searching for a new job but might be open to the perfect role. In a given month, over 70% of LinkedIn users don't even visit other leading job sites. So start looking in the right place. With LinkedIn, you can hire professionals like a professional. Post your free job on linkedin.com people today. Right, this is a two-parter, um, and it's really nice and relaxed. We're just going with the relaxed vibe today, guys. Everything's just chill, and we're just having a good time. Uh, Double fisting with the questions. <laughs> okay. 
so Ronnie, to speak. Ronnie writes, hey team, long time listener, first time question asker. Thank you, Ronnie. Um, Ronnie. Ronnie says, I actually have two questions. The first is, I'm late to the party, but I've started to watch Succession. I think we're up to si- oh. episode six, season one. Is it worth sticking with as I'm not sure I'm loving it? Okay. I've just finished season three. I, Ronnie, was also late to the party and have probably spent the last month, I think, watching the first three seasons. I get about one episode okay. in a weekday, I reckon. Um, uh-huh. I think if you're not liking it at episode six, I, I, I don't think it changes enough. Like I think the thing with Succession oh, nah. is it's all about the characters, it's all about the setting, where they are and what they're doing at that moment. And I think they latch onto that really well from the first episode. Um, and I think if you're not loving it now, not 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 that much. Like I love it, but not that much is going to change for you to the, all of a sudden be like, oh god, okay. Yeah, I do have to say, I love like the, the from the first like five minutes, I loved Succession, mm. and I was early to. The, I did this. I do this all the time. I was early right. to the party, and then. Like I'm still literally halfway through season three. I was early to the party. I did season one, season two, and now like I haven't finished season three. There's a whole really? season four that I have to I'm, watch as well. I'm so, past you. Yeah, I know. Oh I God. do this all the time. It's really annoying. Um, and I, I loved it from like the first five minutes of season one. My wife also likes Succession a lot, but it took her probably three or four episodes to get into it. Mm-hmm. I think the the seasons are short. There's like seven. Uh, episode seasons? I think they're up to ten. Season three was nine. So they are short. They well, are short I reckon seasons. If you're up to see episode six, season one already, give Finish it to the it. end of season one. Yeah, agreed. Give it to the end of season one and then make your decision. I think there's season one is, I mean, the, the whole show is great, but season one is just like really great. And if you're not vibing it after season one, you're not gonna. It's just just let it go. Yeah. But give it give it to the end. Of se- you've gotten this far. Give it to the end of season one and see what you think. I personally think that <laughs> you should watch it just for um, Tom and Greg because they're the best. Yeah, yeah, it's fucking great, Ronnie. I yeah. Look, I th- I I think if you're not caught by episode six, you're probably not going to be. But you might as well finish season one and see see if. See if there's enough in there to keep you going to season two um, and beyond. Season two is probably my favourite season so far, so, you know. Season two is a great season. It's great. Um, Ronnie's second question was, I am a Jason PJ pod listener from back when you were all there. Are you guys all still in contact with each other? Loved that team and how you all seem to be really great friends. I feel like I saw Franco doing some work with Tono Roddy recently. Um, No, we're not friends with them. We hate them all and there's actually massive beef. We were never friends. There's huge beef. Yeah, (laughs) the whole thing was fake. We all hated each other. We were all fighting on the inside. Yeah, we were getting, you know, we were just being paid to fake friendship basically. Um, Yeah, that's it. So that's the update. No. That's going to be like, I feel like we're doing a Doomer thing now. Like, oh, my God, here's the update, guys. <laughs> we need to do like an Instagram live. Be like, hey, yeah. guys, thanks for coming on. Um, here's the tea. No, I don't think you could fake the um, the fun that we all had together. That was the pure joy. Yep. I wonder if I caught it. Do you reckon I got anyone just then? I should have played it up better. I should have been like, well, actually. Yeah, you should have. Sorry. Yeah, you're not good at lying. Not good at lying. I'm not I'm not a great liar. You're right. Um, 
No, you couldn't. You couldn't fake that. We had an absolute ball, um, and yeah, I think I'm I'm in contact with pretty much everyone from the show. Yeah. The, the you know the thing is is that because we work in such a fast paced industry, and we've all kind of end up really spread out. So PJ's in New Zealand, Jax is in America. Jace is still in Melbourne. Tony's in Melbourne, but she's got her own big show that she's working on. Franco's in Wollongong. I'm in Sydney. Like we're we're fucking everywhere, right? Like we are all over the place, and it is um, it is very difficult to see each other. A, um, but B, even just chatting. You know, when you work with people, and then it's like you know you you spend every day with them, and like they're like you, they become your family. And particularly for us, I think yeah. because we all work together through COVID. We were the only people we were seeing aside from our partners or our housemates. So, you know, it's inevitable that you end up becoming super close with people in that circumstance. But when you move away and you're not seeing them every day, it's hard. We're adults. We have partners and busy lives and careers and everything. It's really shit that it's so hard, I think, to stay in touch better as adults. Um, But I'm on great terms with everyone and I talk to Alex a lot. I talk to Jace. Um, I talk to Tony when I can. Obviously, I talk to Jackson Franco fucking once a week, twice a week, all the time. I'm sick of him. <laughs> twice a week. And yeah, we are all, all, all still in touch. I feel like, I feel like when you're an adult, it's so hard. It, it doesn't really even matter what the friendship is. It's just so hard to keep friendships when oh, you're an adult. I have been. Like, I spent the last two months trying to see a friend, and yeah. first I cancelled on them, then they cancelled on me, then we couldn't find a date. Then we tried to find another date. Then she called me last week. She's like, what are you doing tonight? I'm like, oh, yeah. busy tonight. Like you try and do like the surprise, like, hey, I'm going to see yeah. you. And then it's like, no, sorry, I'm busy. Yeah. Like it is impossible. It is hard. I feel like, and you know, maybe it's just it's just the seasons of life, right? Like maybe it's just when you're in your 30s. Maybe it's just and, you, you know, you're starting a family and blah, blah, blah. Maybe it's just harder to, to keep your friendships running. And that's not to say that you, you stop becoming friends, but it's just – becomes harder I yeah. feel like than than in your the in your 20s and I don't particularly, know maybe you just got more life responsibility I just think it's harder for work friends as well because your work friends are so different like you know when I lived in Melbourne you guys were my only friends like that's all we had we didn't yeah. have anyone else in Melbourne we didn't make any other friends um and so that was like my priority. So I made it my priority to be like, what are you doing this weekend? Let's catch up. Like, are we doing a team thing? I want to, you know, I'll go around to your place for dinner, like that sort of stuff. Um, But generally speaking, when you work with people, you already have friends. So your work friends are your friends at work. And then you end up having a really great relationship. And yeah, you might catch up socially or go to each other's birthday parties or have after work drinks. But like the level of commitment isn't the same because you have other friends, so you don't rely on your work yeah. friends as much. And I think that was the difference for all of us. I mean, except for you, Jax, you're from Melbourne, but for the rest of us, we were all from somewhere else. Like we didn't, we weren't from Melbourne, so we all really just had each other. Um, That's what I find being the only, like, you know, basically the only, like, person f- not, like, from here, here, in that, like, when we when we were all in Melbourne, Everyone was not from Melbourne except yeah, for me. Yeah. And so everyone got together. We went out all the time. Yeah. Every other weekend we were out doing stuff and we were partying and we were, you know, whatever. We just hang out. Now I'm the outsider. Mm. And I, I don't have, like, and everyone else has their circles and their, yes. you know, their and, things and so they do awkward. on the weekend and their friends. Yeah. And, yeah. and so it's hard also to be like, 
it's hard to be like, oh, hey, you want to go and get a, a, a drink on the weekend? And they're like, oh, oh, but oh you- mate, I'm bloody busy. <laughs> Oh, Jax, you should though. You should try because I think that's the thing is that you've got to like put yourself out there for anything to happen. It's not going to happen on its own. And like sometimes you just have to be like, I remember like a new girl was starting at work and she was new to Sydney. And so I like actually reached out to her. I was like, hey, like, do you want to like do dinner or anything like that? Turns out she had heaps of friends here and whatever. But like, you know. I, you know, was like, oh, maybe she's going to, like, struggle to have friends here. So, you know, guy I work with, like, took one of the new girls out to lunch. He's like, oh, I just, you know, wanted to, you know, put myself out there. So it is easier if someone else welcomes you in in that way. But sometimes it's just like, hey, man, if you've got a great rapport with someone and you get along really well, just be like, hey, man, do you want to, like, get a beer after work? Or should we, um, or what I find easier is finding, like, a common interest. So... Um, I have have this friend that actually from primary school and, Mm. um, you know, I really like her. We met her partner like towards the end of last year and we all got along really well. And then I was like, oh, like I want to keep up this friendship. But like, you know, we've like drifted apart, not drifted apart, but we like literally we went to primary school together and then I think we worked together a bit somewhere at one point. Um, But like we have this common interest and that's, that's how like I keep going back and be like, hey, this is on. Should we go do this? It's like, yeah, let's do it again sort of thing. And I feel like you could do that where it's like, oh, we both really like hockey. (laughs) So it's like, oh, you want to watch the game this weekend? I'm going, you know, I'm going to head, do you want to head down to the pub and watch the game? There you go. You're in. I I feel, yeah. Yeah, no, that's a good idea. I feel like it's easier in Australia because you just sort of, you can be like, oh, should we go to the bloody pub this afternoon? Whereas here it's, it's more of a. Mm. Hey, should we go out for a beer? It's should we go to the bar? And also, yeah, go to the bar. And also their they sense of humour is different here. And that's that's fine. Mm. That's okay. But it just, you know, like it's hard to, you're cracking jokes and you're not really getting like, oh, you're, you're like, not landing. I don't know if this person likes Ooh. me at all. <laughs> just don't say the C word because I know that Americans don't like the C word like we do. Oh, they don't like a lot of things. <laughs> but anyway, Ronnie, that's um, our opinion on succession and a little update or a little, I don't know, it's not an update, it's just a fact of, yeah, <laughs> life after life after Jason PJ. Maybe we should do a podcast called Life After. What will that be about? We can just all get back together for like two oh, or three episodes. Yeah, fuck, man. That would be impossible to organise. <laughs> I've heard Jace doesn't even show up to his own radio show half the time, so how are we going to get him onto our fucking podcast? <laughs> no, uh, I'm joking. I'm if, joking. If there's someone who would invest, maybe we could like get everyone together mm. somewhere. In LA, maybe you could all come for a holiday. Uh, yeah, because we're gonna, we're all, because that's the problem, right? We're all spread out <laughs> enough. Like we're all gonna have to go to LA. At least if it was like Melbourne, yep. I'd only have to travel to Melbourne from Sydney. You're all gonna have to come to LA. Yeah, no, maybe we can do happen. it at Universal. We wouldn't be able to talk. We'd be too busy waiting. In, we'd have to be fucking waiting no, in lines and we book a going fucking on room or something. Book a room. Maybe we can do it in the studio as part of the studio tour. We were like looking at the sets and stuff, and we're doing our little podcast. Maybe. Cool. Well, that's it for, for today's episode. We'll be back in a couple um, of days with Franco. Um, with Franco. Sorry, Ronnie, that said that he was their favourite podcast. Yeah, you well, just have to listen to a podcast without him. 
He'll be eating jelly and crying. He'll be crying into the jelly. Yeah. Because Franco's Franco missing wasn't today. Here. Yeah. All right. Um, but yeah, thanks for listening. If you have a question, send it through at Can We Help You Podcast on socials or Can We Help You Podcast.com. Fill out the form and we'll see you soon. See you next time. Bye. Goodbye. Planning for your next trip? Elevate your travel style with Quince. Quince has all the jet setting essentials you'll want for your next getaway, like European linen premium luggage options, buttery soft Italian leather bags, and so much more. And it's all priced at 50 to 80% less than similar brands. Plus, Quince only works with factories that use safe and ethical manufacturing practices. Pack your bags with high-quality essentials you'll be wearing for vacations to come with Quince. Go to quince.com pack for free shipping and 365-day returns. Hold up. What was that? Boring. No flavor. That was as bad as those leftovers you ate all week. Kiki Palmer here. And it's time to say hello to something fresh and guilt free. Hello, Fresh. Jazz up dinner with pecan crusted chicken or garlic butter shrimp scampi. Now that's music to my mouth. Hello, Fresh. Let's get this dinner party started. Discover all the delicious possibilities at HelloFresh.com. Even when we're on a budget, we still deserve nice things. Quince is a place to scoop up stunning high-end goods for 50 to 80% less than similar brands. They have buttery soft cashmere sweater starting at $50, luxurious Italian leather bags, and so much more. Plus, Quince only works with factories that use safe, ethical, and responsible manufacturing. Get the high-end goods you'll love without the high price tag with Quince. Go to quince.com style for free shipping and 365-day returns.